Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Big K Morning Show. Larry Richard with Marty Griffin. And every Wednesday at our 9 o'clock hour, we welcome Marty's wife, Christine Sorensen Griffin, KDK TV anchor woman. And we also have with us Valerie Gatos working on an important project, as we've seen in Moon Township, with landslide issues. Valerie, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Well, we've seen this for decades, and it's a crap show. And right now, these folks whose home could fall down into a ditch feel powerless and helpless. And you know that, don't you? Absolutely. It, it's just a, such a tragedy to see people's entire life savings just slip right down the slopes. And it's not insurable. And PennDOT says, yeah, we got the road covered, but you're on your own with your backyard. And, and these are folks with $400,000 houses who would have to declare bankruptcy because they have no insurance. There's no way out, is there? At, at the current time, there really is no way out. Now, this the particular landslide that occurred in a property in Moon Township, it's part of an HOA. So, you know, there may be some issues there where the, the, the HOA can help uh, in some ways because it's part of their community property in the backs of the, the you know, the, where the landslide occurred. But it doesn't help the individual homeowner out who just invested their life savings into that home. Tell folks what an HOA is, please. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a homeowners association. So a lot of the the communities that uh, you live in when you have a, a homeowners association, that's it's a collective community or a sub sub government, if you will, and it does help in some ways uh, with community property, but uh, certainly not in cases like this. Well, and I think about so many homes that aren't part of an HOA. I know we don't have something like that, and so many homes in this area have the potential for this to happen. Why, do you know why insurance doesn't cover this? Well, f- well, first of all, the base of, base of this is that Western Pennsylvania has the type of soil and land that, while it's enriched us with gas and oil and other other abundance, uh, it also is is prone to uh, these types of landslides. And then, of course, added that we have increasing rainfall or at least the, the you know, dramatic rainfalls. Uh, it's really a recipe for disaster. So that's really kind of where it starts. And honestly, the, the insurance companies just don't cover anything that is really considered um, uh, uh, land slippage right or anything that's like an act of God. Right so on. that's that's a, that's an issue for a lot of people. So it's not even covered, even if a, a homeowner is aware of it, uh, it, which, of course, all of us in Western Pennsylvania are susceptible. It's uh, it's just not covered. So tell us your plan, because I love this initiative. Well, uh, when, uh, when when I first got elected in 2018, it was one of the things that I saw as an absolute need, because these are big, these are big costs. And frankly, this is exactly what government is for. And that is, uh, we we uh, I work with Representative uh, Emily Kincaid, uh, and it's a bipartisan effort. She's a Democrat. I'm a Republican. We basically said, look, we need to team up to help our citizens here in Western Pennsylvania. And currently there is a something called the, the Clay Mine Subsidence 
and landslide, well, claim mine subsidence fund. And what we are proposing is to take an already existing fund that was established 60 years ago uh, when there was a lot of issues with mine subsidence and to add landslides uh, as coverage under this, this, uh, this, uh, this fund that's currently now managed by DEP. Well, I applaud your efforts to work together on this. So House Bill 589, what kind of support do you think you'll get and how fast could this thing potentially get done? Well, you know, hopefully that that this with with the the increasing number of these slides occurring that it will show the urgency of this uh an, this bill has been, even prior to Representative Kincaid and I getting into office, this bill has been tossed around for almost a decade now, oh, yeah. really starting when, uh, if, if many of the folks re- remember, when the Walmart in Kilbuck Township right. uh, oh, yeah. had the big landslide that went right over the tracks. Uh, it, it really has been an issue that has been tossed around now for a decade, and uh we, um, we, you know, we, we, there is bipartisan support. The, the frustrating thing is, is that even with bipartisan support, uh, and now we have a, a house, uh, the state house now is, is, uh, is split between 101 Republicans, 101 Democrats. You'd think that we would be focusing on stuff that we would all agree upon, something like this. This is a bipartisan bill. Uh, right now, we're facing some opposition that uh, from DEP. Right. That I and I don't know. We don't. Don't we? Don't really know why they haven't identified. We we are looking at a fund that already exists. They already have a board that reviews uh, the 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 mine subsidence. Mine subsidence hasn't had a claim in more than decades. There's money sitting in a pot right now. Uh, which we this bill would propose to direct an additional 2.5 million from the general fund to make sure that this is solvent and this could dramatically help out our homeowners and our municipalities. That's the other thing is that it's costing municipalities. So it's not just the homeowners who have a house on a hill. This affects the entire communities when when a landslide goes down onto uh, either a state road, a municipal road. There's a lot of small municipalities that just can't afford to to fix these roads that are damaged by landslides. And then what happens is, is these roads are closed. Well, well, you make a great point, but you know the truth here. It's just this is DEP doesn't want to give up their money. And I know, this is the truth. And I've seen folks, as you know, with mine subsidence claims and they can't get a nickel. They can't. It doesn't work. Yeah, that's why I was surprised to hear about this fund, because I know people who have had problems and it, nothing's been paid out in a decade. I mean, that, that's right. crazy. I mean, I, re- I respect what you're doing, but this becomes a political football, and it's ignorant for us to assume that this is going to lead to help for these people. It just is. It's not going to happen. Well, serious. you know, you're, you're, you, you are you're absolutely right, but you know what? It's not going to stop us from trying, and and that's why we need to have even all of your listeners to push the governor's office, push DEP, that this is exactly and precisely what government is for, for these big projects. And it's unfortunate that, that uh, here we are as an opportunity with, with a divided legislature. We should be working on things like this that, that we can all agree upon. But I understand your challenge. You know, you, right. The challenge that you, you, you point out is that they don't want to give that up, and that means that government's not working. Right. Well, we, again, applaud your efforts and uh, you and Representative Kincaid, and we are going to talk to the governor 
uh, this week. So we'll we'll add that to a list of things we can ask him about. Thank you, Valerie. Fabulous. Thank you so Thank much. You. Hold on. Oh. Anytime these folks push back on you, just text me and tell me who's I pushing will. back, and we'll hit them over the head. Seriously. <laughs> well, go go go! Tell the governor that you know he he can do all sorts of executive orders. Well, this this really needs to be done. So let's see him right. put his money where his mouth is, right. and let's help our citizens. Right. Uh, you got it. Thank you, Valerie. Thank you. Thank you, Marty. All right. This is Valerie Gatos, who is a legislative representative in the 44th district. Hold on, though. Representative. This is what's wrong with government, and I respect what she's doing, but they haven't paid a nickel to anyone in 10 years. From Why? a fund that's there. Why? Because they don't crazy. want to do it. That is crazy. And it's a crap show to try to get a nickel out of these people. So what happens is this is sexy and all, but we can't let this die. We so just we'll can't. push, yeah. and we will ask yeah. the governor. This is the Big K Morning Show. You can watch us, and you can do that pretty easily. The Ireland Contracting video feed. Go to kdkradio.com. Click on Watch KDK Radio Live Stream. And in studio... Every Wednesday at this time, Marty's wife, Christine, again, good morning. Hello. Honey, honey you got carded last night, huh? Yes. You it got was carded. A little you carded, Larry. Wait a minute. You got carded? That's a yep. compliment. I, I almost asked Sophie if she had a fake ID she could use so we could sit at this bar because what? they told her that she couldn't sit and eat at a bar because she wasn't 21. So she's what, 19? Yeah. I was like, and I've wait never a heard of this. We've eaten and and sat at bars with all our kids when they're very young. It makes no sense. If they're with an adult. Right. Well. So I looked it up, and at least according to this Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board from 2017, and maybe something's changed since then, but assuming this is the case, it says that as long as a minor is with their parent, then it says specifically the minor and parent can sit anywhere on the premises, including the bar area and alcoholic beverages can be served to the parents or any adult with a minor. Huh. Well, I've been in Las Vegas and if they're kids with you, man, they tell them you got to get them the hell out of here. Well, the gambling thing. Yeah. Even if you're walking through. Yeah. No, I, I, I've seen that and got that. I was just, I don't know the law. So you're saying this is a law. I'm, that's what it says that we should have been allowed. I'm I'm hoping and assuming that this bartender was mis- mistaken, mistaken and thought wrong and wasn't just kind of being rude and being telling a jag us he off, didn't as we want like us to, say. to leave. Right. Yeah. He told us we could have stood at this little standing area right behind the bar, which I chose not to do <laughs> really? for dinner. Oh, Come man. on, man! But it but was hold a on, though. Weird. People are so. And by the way, he's right. If they're very defensive about people drink, drive, and kill someone. So I get what he's saying, but if it's the law, leave you alone. You know, she wasn't drinking. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm tempted to call the restaurant and just say, hey, FYI, you know, make sure your bartenders know the actual law if if that's the case, that he was wrong. So the laws as of 2017 is the kid can be at the bar. Can, as long as they're okay. with a parent I see. or guardian. Yeah, yeah. But we had a great night. It was wonderful, actually, to see that downtown was packed with people nice. at the restaurants. Um, we went to see My Fair Lady at How was the it? Oh, it was wonderful. Oh, my gosh. So many amazing <clears throat> songs from that. Is that um, Pittsburgh CLO? Or no, it was the Benedum. Benedum. Cent- it was the uh, Broadway tour. Yeah. Gotcha. And, oh, my gosh. I mean, like, every song 
I think I knew. Get me to the church on time. Wouldn't it be lovely? Oh, I love it. Um, uh, what else? Uh, show I me. Could have danced. I, that was one of my favorite. I could have danced all night. Um, I've it's grown accustomed to your face. I mean, love literally, it. like every song, I couldn't even believe how I knew it. I mean, it, it was just great. Marty, what? That's your favorite Broadway song musical? Well, no, I love opera, but in, in terms of movies because i used to watch that with my mom yeah it has with audrey a special... hepburn right yep. yep yeah yeah and i remember your dad always said that he thought sophia looked a little like audrey hepburn yep. when yep. she was little which audrey was really Hepburn's cute beautiful Absolutely actress gorgeous yeah but hold on just because we always get picked on honey for saying you don't and larry doesn't i get picked on for saying a downtown is a work in progress and they still have problems mm-hmm. what did you observe it was wonderful because they i, I think there were more than just this show but, I mean, right before the show, several restaurants were really full. Nice. There were a lot of people walking down nice. around. Now, I did see several homeless people right there on the street where I used to not see them in the cultural district. And it okay. was actually a little bit sad. Um, you know, coming out of the theater, you see Aww. homeless people sitting on the street, like young young people with dogs. And um, that that stood out to me. But they weren't aggressive or anything. It is sad. It's very sad. Yeah, it was cold out, and I just thought, oh, these poor people. Right. I mean, uh, that you, whole issue. How do you do that? And then we, we just saw Portland, which has these issues Massive. multiplied, and now they're, they've issued a state of emergency in Portland wow. for the fentanyl issue, for the drugs right. in in their city. I don't know. I, I didn't read the details of what that will mean, how that will help, but significant anyway yeah well if anyone does want to see my fair lady it is the broadway tour through the weekend it's wonderful wonderful. beautiful while we're talking stuff what about kids bird oh my gosh there's a lot going on this weekend um there is uh there are a couple fun festivals going on this weekend at boys park they have this uh, fun one where your kids can compete in a mini junior Olympics for skiing or snowboarding. Or if they're not into that, they can create the a cardboard box snow tubing derby competition, which sounds really fun. The fastest cardboard sled, basically. Nice. <laughs> That'll be fun. It's fun. Because <laughs> they make their own snow there, so it doesn't matter if there's snow here. And then Moraine Winterfest is happening. It's a free event. Both of them are free. Um, they'll also have food and drinks you can buy, but they've got guided hikes. They've got chainsaw oh, carving nice. demos, music food. I mean, Marty, you know Moraine is one of our favorite Love places. It. So beautiful. Um, just as pretty in the winter, just a different look, and it's it's a really fun spot. The Hold room- on, though. L- Larry, plus, isn't it going to be warm? Yeah. yeah close I to know. 50 with... Some sunshine both Saturday and Sunday. I know. I mean, if there's not going to be snow, at least it's going to be a really nice weekend for these festivals to be standing around outside and go on hikes and stuff. Um, The Rube Goldberg exhibit is back at Pittsburgh. It was created like five years ago. I remember taking the kids. It was so much fun. If you don't know what a Rube Goldberg machine is, it's one of those um, very silly contraptions that makes it as... Goofy and silly as possible to do something very simple. <laughs> and it's really a fun thing. It was created in partnership with their family. They're amazing, actually. They're check, really fun. Check it out at kidsburg.org. And we'll have more with Christine in studio on the Big K Morning Show coming up. This is the Big K Morning Show. Larry Richard with Marty Griffin and Christine Sorensen in studio. Can Marty's I ask wife. both of you something? Because you've been around her. I haven't been around her much lately. Is Selena Pompiani that enthusiastic in real life, or is that all just a, an act? 
No, she is. Is she that earnest? I'm not kidding. I ran into her in the hallway the other day. She had her little baby with her. It was, oh my gosh, she's so adorable. Um, and she literally is exactly like that sweet. She's so happy. Yes. It kind of irritates me. She's so happy. <laughs> happy people. No, I love happy you? people. It's just so, Larry, It's she's so sweet, my teeth hurt <laughs> from the sugar. <laughs> she, yeah, she's on PTL talking about the uh, Yarmer Yager celebration coming up where they're retiring his jersey. So last night, I see my boy Andy Sheehan. He's one of my closest friends. I love him. He's kind of awkward, and he's a clothing doofus like I am. <laughs> So, so I'm saying this, Larry, because oh he has this. Oh, my gosh. This is funny. He has this Sopranos coat on. Would you not su- describe it as that, Larry? As the broad, you know, padded shoulders right. with the pinstripe. A blazer. Yeah. Pinstripe blazer. Do you yeah. remember? I saw him. Black yeah. and yeah. white. Like Very a- out of context for Mr. Sheehan, Mr. Ivy League Sheehan. Okay? Guess whose coat it was. Pomps. Pomps? Oh, Pumps. no, that's hilarious. He didn't have one with him or something. And you sent him a picture of it, and he didn't realize. Pomps because... didn't know that his coat had been stolen. Oh, that's hysterical. Stolen. I love it. Because he had a turtleneck under, which was unusual for Andy to wear. I've never Sucker seen bites. him wear, like, a turtleneck. Sucker bites. With a stop. With a, bl- with a blazer. Larry! But now it makes sense that he must not have had a, a blazer. So he, Pomp has a whole closet of clothes up in his office area, which. Nothing like Richie Walsh. Well, they both do. Richie have Walsh has 500 ties. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah. And at least 40 pairs of shoes. Oh, my. Good. I swear. It's Just a men's warehouse. Work? Just at work? Oh, yeah. Between Pomp and Richie Walsh, they're pretty good dress duo. It's hysterical. Do you That's guys funny. coordinate outfits? On the anchor desk? And- we do. We do. Yeah, Mainly, well, so Kim and I, for the four, coordinate so that we don't clash or are twins. I know the morning crew, they actually try and wear, like, similar colors, both the There's men a color and the women. Scheme. They do more of a color scheme, but we don't do that. We just, we just make sure, like, we're not wearing red and green when it's not Christmas or both wearing matching, you know, colors. I want to I want to Chumway and see if he'll get me in on that, you know. Group group chat well, for what people are wearing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Silly. It looks nice. I mean, uh-huh. it's fine, however people want to do it. I just know, I mean, one time um, I remember Jennifer and Koviak and I were co-anchoring together. I think I was filling in for Ken before I started doing the five, and we both had on red blazers. We had the exact same haircut, and just if you looked at the TV, it was we looked like twins. It was ridiculous. So, I mean, that's just why you want to you know, avoid that if so, possible. So, this is a fact. So we were all upstairs together, Pomp, and then myself and Sheena Martino. I am a Paul Martino. Um, Pomp, in his office, would just disrobe and start dressing. What do you mean? Take his shirt off and put on another shirt in front of you. Bizarre. <laughs> what, what, what's wrong with that? That's what Italians do. They don't, do you mind if I'm naked? Well... To be fair, we only have one dressing room and makeup room. It's all in one. I mean, we don't have a lot of choice for the women either. Like, I mean, now granted, women are a little bit more open. I think about that kind of stuff. We're like, hey, do you care if I change? And, <laughs> you don't and, really have right. a lot of choice. Otherwise, you have to, like, bring all your stuff to a bathroom stall, which isn't really a great option. And, and Richie Walsh, I swear, he puts his makeup on, and then he stands in this mirror staring at himself. It's hysterical. 
<laughs> I love him. Uh, I love well, him is, both. He, I thought Bob Pompey and his hair would never be defeated, but you got to give it to Richie. It's amazing. I it? saw him in. Did you see I Richie actually, when he was in Buffalo? Oh my gosh, it was amazing. Looks yeah. like he was. His hair was frosted, but it was still in place. <laughs> right. It was, Larry. I literally heard an internal poll within KDKA among our producers and other you know web folks who had the best hair in the newsroom. It was hilarious. And I, I definitely think Richie was number one. Oh yeah, please. But it was men and women. Erica oh. Moke was up there. Megan was up there. Um, yes, those are some of the best. Is Sheehan actually was in, on the oh, list of on. some of the top hair. Come on. Andy Sheehan? Yeah. He's actually got oh, pretty no. good hair if you look at it. I never really thought about him. it. You got to tell him. They're, women are oogling him for his hair. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> He's so boring. Uh, <laughs> You're so supportive. I love him. Colleagues. He's one of my closest friends. I absolutely yeah, love him. Yeah, he's been killing it with some really good stories lately. Really, really good stories. If he quits, they should shut down their news department. One of the he... big stories that really caught my attention were these out-of-town venture capitalists who've been buying up real mm. estate. Right. And it's changed the dynamics of the housing market in in town. What's well, happened all over the country and in Florida, it's a huge problem. And some of them aren't, you know, it's one thing for that group to take over, you know, a number of properties, but the management and making sure that they're taking care of the places right. long after they purchase it is part of the issue. A big problem. That was and, and a great then, story of his part. It really was. And then just this week, he's done stories on the electronic monitoring bracelets that a lot of the young people are wearing that they can either cut off or the batteries go dead, and there's literally no consequence for them for not basically wearing these things they're required to wear, and it's a real problem. I mean, honestly, he said most of the people in the program look at it as like a joke. Well, we've and done it's this. A real problem. We've seen it, too. Yeah, it's a real problem. And some of those have killed other people. Right. They've come back to reoffend, and that's the whole point of this is to keep tabs on them. So getting back to a little levity, there's a competition going on in this marketplace for MC spots between Larry oh. and Pomp. Oh, who, oh can yeah. get, who can get the most plum oh, yeah. uh, events? Yeah, yeah, the side hustle kings. Pomp is 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 the MC king. I got to give it to him. No. You're seating the throne? He's you do Larry, more I don't know. I no, mean, you do more I've events seen you than both. he does, Larry. You're Come on, really, man. really good at it. Well, well, thank you. But he can't. Do probably as many because his demands for the shows that he he's works doing. at night, right? Right. Plus, in the fall, oh, I mean, with the demands the with, with his cover. Yeah. How many different shows does oh, he I do? Can't seven. Even count. Seven. There's, he's there's seven. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, he does the coaches' show. He does the you know the pregame yeah. show. They yeah. got fan nation, Chris Hope, the postgame show, and, then yeah, the sports right. it call. Probably is and about all that. seven. Wow. Yeah, so, all right, all right. That's big, big news. But, but there's some animus. Larry <laughs> is passive aggressive. I love Pomp. I got no see, issues see, with Pomp. See, None. But when we're in a break, he says, that son of a... Stop <laughs> oh, that's it. That's not true. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't believe you. He's up, blankety blank, oh, stuff like God. that. <laughs> oh, He's on God. vacation. He just got back from Disney. He's ready to snap. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> uh, when you get the bill, that's uh Hey, man, ask so my great. wife. We went to Disney one year, and it's like $30,000 you have to donate a kidney. And I had gathered, Larry, you know me, I had gathered a bunch of angry white men <laughs> at, at Disney because we're in line to pay $6,000 for lunch. 
and we're having a total venting. It was like we were the therapist talking about how much we hate Disney. Oh, honey, they all have to have the dolls. Oh, honey, we've all got to meet Cinderella. By the time you leave Disney, you could light it on fire. You're so angry. Well, Pop's glad to be home then. Here's what's going to happen. And, and I'm going to snap. She's going to Florida with the kids. Okay? Okay. And it's in Orlando, which, by the way, Larry, is where Disney is. Oh. <laughs> well, while you're there, Christine. Here's what she'll right. do. I'm, um, I just wanted to know. Well, I think we, it's, look, a half-day pass is $6,000. I think it's a great price. And, you know, the kids could die in a plane crash and never go back to Disney. Right, honey? Oh, your your female voice is really hilarious. Good luck. You know that'll that. happen. You and her and her sister it, will get I together. I can't deny that it has been discussed already. I will I shut down. The, I will call the bank <clears throat> and say the credit cards have been stolen. <laughs> I will, Larry. And on that happy note, <laughs> let's. Uh, I check, swear I'll call the bank. Check traffic. Triple A traffic is powered Fraud. by Bowser, <laughs> Genesis, and Monroeville. <laughs> Now open. Kathy, you've been to Disney, what, mm -hmm. dozens of times? Oh, oh yeah. That's yeah. why she's, that's why <laughs> she's still working. Times. That's why she's still working. <laughs> that's exactly right. You know, it's funny that you're talking about that because we're trying to organize all three of my kids, my husband and I, and the grandchildren. And you're right, Marty. I mean, you're talking $20,000 with getting in the hotel and meals. So, yeah. Legit. It, it isn't Legit 20000 is. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we have a couple of accidents. We're thinning out on the major roadways, but we have an accident over in Wilkinsburg on Penn Avenue at Wood Street. We also have one in Penn Hills on Beulah Road right at Nelbon Avenue. So crews working with both of those. It looks much better on the Parkway North. In fact, we're up to speed there. 28 looks good over on the Parkway East. That slows for you right around the Wilkinsburg on-ramp. Parkway West still pretty busy right around the top of Green Tree Hill. With AAA traffic on the fives during the drives, I'm Kathy Berkman on The Voice of Pittsburgh, 100.1 FM and AM 1020 KDKA. Getting ready to close out the morning, Larry, Marty, and Christine. So what are you working on? We'll see you later on KDK TV. Yeah, well, you know what? I had a story on this week about the teacher shortage, and in Pennsylvania, it's bad. Get this, 8% of teachers left the profession in Pennsylvania during the pandemic. Wow. 8%, that's huge. And then the problem is filling those because the number of new teachers being certified, it's less than a third of what it was a decade ago. So there's nowhere near. There's a huge shortage. Every school, I mean, you know, Marty, we've got an email saying, hey, if you're a parent and you want to help out, we need subs and we need people in the building. You oh, don't hold even on, have honey. To have a this, certificate. Is, this is actually an amazing information. And how do we find that out? Our niece, who we love, Mara, who has substitute teacher, taught. Right. She our has our no son background. Vince is like, oh, Mara, my cousin was our sub today. <laughs> no background in education, Larry. No degree in education, but she's right. a sub teacher. No. All due respect, I well, love they, her. They're, they're running out of bodies. They right, right. So, so they've lowered the standards. Right. So here's what I love that they're doing now. The AIU, which is the Allegheny Intermediate Unit, they help with um, training teachers and improving the schools all throughout Allegheny County. They are have a new program called Bridge Up. It just started where they're taking paraprofessionals who are working in schools. So they are like assistant teachers or working in the offices. People who want to work in schools, but they don't have... Um, a full bachelor's degree in education, and they don't have a teaching certificate. If they want to be teachers, they have a new program where they can continue working in the school and get a bachelor's in teaching certificate and special ed in two years, 
which is amazing. It's free to the person who's participating, and the school will pay $16,000 for this person to do that. But then they have a teacher there going forward. It's a wonderful investment. Um, AIU is just now starting to, you know, get more schools on board and get the word out because if you're one of these paraprofessionals working in a school or if you have an associate's degree and maybe you think, oh, wow, maybe I would like to be a teacher, this is a time for you to reach out to the AIU, to reach out to schools that might start using this as a recruiting tool because that removes a lot of the barriers. You know, if you can work while you're finishing your degree, come out with a job and a certificate, there's so many more people who could become teachers. That is definitely a way to ease the shortage for, they have to. They're desperate to get get trained, you know, qualified teachers. And it's a great place to start because we know these people are already in schools. They want to work with kids. They want to be in the school. So let's start with them is what they're saying. And they're going to start expanding this program to other kinds of degrees. Right now it's special ed, but they're going to be adding elementary and secondary education and um, hopefully use this as a pipeline to get more teachers. I could say Marty is a professor. Mm-hmm. Huh? Hey, man. If that, and, and Christine knows that she's a brilliant. She's fantastic at teaching. And then you teach at Point I Park? I did. I was an adjunct teacher at Point Park. And I actually thought about being a full teacher because I have a master's in the science of journalism um, from Northwestern University, which is one of the best broadcast journalism programs in the country. It Obviously, they got a than, great reputation. Yeah, and 25 years of experience. But get this you have to have a doctorate to be a teacher. You do, Larry. At most schools now. So she has all this insane background, insane experience, and they want her to have a PhD. They said, we really couldn't even consider you unless you have a PhD. And adjuncts make about 12000 a year, in case anyone wants to be an adjunct professor. That's it? Yes, sir. Oh, it was $3,000 for the one class I taught, and that was it. For the semester? semester. Yes, sir. What does a professor as a doctorate make? 60, oh, the first couple years. 80,000. Aren't they trying to? But then one of the big bonuses was your kids get free tuition, right. not just at that school, but at, if you teach at Point Park, there's a consortium of about 300 private schools where your kids get free tuition. So, you know, you calculate that in well, there. And if you've got three kids, that could be huge. That can offset, you know, what might be, a, you know, not what you exactly wanted in salary. That's why you were thinking about it. It's one of the main reasons. Yeah. 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 Why yeah. Why wouldn't you? Which is kind of crazy. I think this is part of what's going on in higher ed is, you know, who are we really hiring to be teachers? Great point. And, and is that really, I don't know, it just made me really think twice about what is going on in, in higher ed and and who are these teachers? Because if, if someone like, you know, I'm not saying I'm the best teacher in the world, but it's someone who has a lot of experience, isn't necessarily ready to be a teacher. I'm not saying I didn't need advice in being a teacher. Like, for example, these paraprofessionals, yes, they get it, getting a certificate and getting, you know, a degree in education. I do get that that's important. Um, but to get a doctorate is a whole different animal. And I mean, a lot, that's a lot of a work. Lot of money and, and time a lot of work. and money, all of it. I have a PhD in what not to do. A number of subjects. But... Honey, Larry teaches me something new every day about kindness. Thank you, Marty. And patience. Look Inside hustles. Christine Sorensen on KDK TV. Today, four and five, I'll be on TV. Thank you, Christine. <laughs> Thanks. Be kind to someone today. Tell somebody you really don't like you love them. I love you, Larry. Oh, God.